0: what's up tuesday hi it's tuesday tuesday and welcome to another episode of the passion design hub you are all amazing to those who are tuning in and listening thank you thank you ever so much i hope you learn a lot of things from this episode just like i did and i just wanted to say that our guest for today generously shared her wisdom not just about self-care but life in general I was really able to relate to her because we both know the challenges and joys and what being a leader in corporate feels and looks like i invite you to download her ebook called the Pinoy sandwich generation toolkit which can be downloaded on her facebook page straight talk by anna or you can directly go to her website which is annadechavez.com thanks again for tuning in and Hope you enjoy this episode! Hey you guys, I'm Christelle Saudi and this is the Fashion Design Hub where we share stories of amazing women, their self-care journey, and how they design their lives to live a life of purpose. My mission is to help and inspire fellow women to take care of ourselves. A lot of women often find themselves too busy to give themselves a break. Some women don't even realize that they are already tired until they break down one day because of exhaustion. This podcast is here with new episodes every Tuesdays to remind everyone to pause and take a break. So join me every Tuesdays to choose this day to choose ourselves. Hi, everyone. This is Christelle Saudi, your host, and welcome to the Fashion Design Hub for another exciting episode. So, today, our guest is a mother of two awesome adults. She's a wife supported by her husband and her endeavors. And to friends and colleagues, she's an accelerator, an advisor, and an ally. Let's welcome to the show, Anna de Chavez. Hi, Anna. Hi, good good evening. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, good evening to you. Thank you for joining me today, Anna. How's your day so far? And I hope it's working so fine. And I wanted to ask you if you could introduce yourself so that our listeners can know more about you. Yeah, so again, I'm Anna.
1: Um, I'm a mother of two adults. I already have a son working. And um, I have a beautiful 18-year-old daughter. She has autism um, spectrum disorder, and I've been working for the past twenty two years. I've been working in the development finance sphere. I work. Um, I wore different hats in my work as a consultant. Um, I manage departments. Um, I'm a resource person. I do training. I do coaching, and mostly these are in um in banking or financial institution up. So that's it.
0: <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Anna. So the Passion Design Hub, as you know, is a podcast. It's a new podcast aiming to help women to inspire and give inspiration to women who are somehow looking at self-care as a struggle or somehow not giving enough time for themselves. So if you could just give me house. A day for Anna de Chavez. How does it look like?
1: Well, it looks very different today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after the pandemic, uh, past twenty-two years when I had my kids and I started working, uh, I've been traveling a lot. So, um, in almost air- all areas in the Philippines and sometimes outside the Philippines for training and conferences, but like in a in a month. Uh, I would say like 70% of the time I'm traveling because of work. So now it, it's quite a different routine for me, but it's also something that brought a lot of changes uh, adapting to this kind of routine. And um You would think that if you work from home, it will be easier. Well, actually, it's not. The more that I practice time blocking so that I would be able to do uh, my tasks because I do consulting work right now and I'm studying at the same time because circumstances also gives me opportunity to study a new area in terms of marketing, which is on the digital side. And um, that's something that I would say a blessing with all the, what's happening right now. And um, at the same time, of course, I'm a hands-on mom. Even before that um, I get to travel and I'm really um, uh, working full time, I'm very hands-on um, in terms of, uh, but, but it's a good thing that my husband would always uh, help me in terms of um, the activities at home or maintaining the household. But uh, when it comes to, uh, taking care of the kids taking of the taking care of the household it's um i would say it's still a, a full-time for me uh, even full-time work is still full-time that um i manage the household so like for example today just for an example i uh, i do my weekly grocery then i went back um, um do some of the things at home cook and then I um, attended a launching of a event for Connected Women. And then I checked my emails just before we record. So uh, here's another an activity. And probably uh, later this evening, I get to read also. And um, yeah, that's it. That's how I do my day still during the pandemic.
0: Yeah. Sounds interesting. It looks really busy. And you mentioned about time blocks. Um, can you explain how you do it uh, to the listeners, to those who don't know what time block is?
1: Well, um, a lot of people would quite do it differently. No? But I'm just going to share how I do it because uh, it was a struggle for me to do different lots of things um, and at the same time you're at home. Uh, there are, actually, there are a lot of distractions uh, when you're at home and trying to do some work. So uh, I would say most of us working moms, um, before this happened, would always dream, oh, I, w- I wanted to spend more time at home. I wanted to be a housewife. Well, any career woman would have, I think, th- that dream, even um, if they wanted to pursue also their, their careers. But uh, now that we are stuck at home, actually, it's more difficult. So what I do is at the end of the day, I would plan what I have to do next day. I have to prioritize which of the things that I have to do the other day because even if I have a list of things to do, I have only 24 hours time I have to sleep. So I have to do things for myself and I have to be realistic that even though I plan to do all of these things, I cannot do everything tomorrow. So what I do, for example, I would first for uh, two hours of the morning, I would do this certain task. And then I would stop and like prepare for lunch. And then after that, I would do another set of activity. So it may be related to the, the activity in the morning or it may not be related to that is another thing. And then um, I also take into consideration the time that I am most uh, productive so that I can allot that activity for the specific time. I could identify an activity for the specific time. Okay. So I think also the work from home scenario would also, uh, also change my <laughs> the, the way I handle my time. So I am uh, I do most uh, uh, of the productive work later in the evening when it's quiet and there's uh, less risk destruction, especially if there are things that have to be done at home. So it's quite a stretch, but one thing that's good about it is you're at home you can see your kids you're with your family because sometimes if you come to think of it it's quite different that for example you're a working mom you do everything before you go to the office and then when you're in the office you're really hundred percent uh focus on your work because the family is not there then you go back 100 percent doing things at home i'm like that before because I was lucky enough to able to master that craft. That when I go home, I leave every all issues in the office, and then just focus on what what needs to be addressed at home. I I said that I'm blessed that I have mastered that because, admittedly, not all female could be could uh, do that. Though so I've talked to a lot of my staff asking me about it, but maybe it's um, it's quite a discipline and it's something that you have to do. Not only talk about it or dream of doing it. So, so right now that's how I do it. It's it's quite different. So there's a lot of yeah. I
0: can so relate when you mentioned about almost all career w- women want to to stay home, work at home, and now that they got the taste of working from home, they found that it's not really that easy because they have to like you know <laughs> multitask. And I admire you for that because you know even myself while working from home, I find it really. Sometimes very difficult, really, to to manage. Like when I have a five year old, and my five year old would sometimes, you know, join me in meetings. She's gonna be there joining me. So which is why I think I mentioned before that um, I don't usually switch on my camera because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's gonna be distracting for everyone. So you mentioned also about travel. It's not really open right now, I mean, in terms of traveling everywhere around the country. So I wanted to ask, wh- where are you based? Are you in Manila or are you in, so- somewhere in, in the province?
1: Uh, I'm based in Metro Manila, but uh, with my work or even previous work would entail me to go to the different, like in Mindanao, Northern Luzon, or even in the Visayas. Now I'm stationed here.
0: Whoa, that's so cool. Okay. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, you mentioned also that you, you wake up, you allot time in the morning and also the productive activities will be done mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So what is like, w- what time do you wake up and what time do you sleep? How do you manage to like have a complete set of hours for for sleeping or for rest? Mm-hmm.
1: So if I have early appointments, I have to wake up early. Like seven or eight because I have to. but um, if there are no appointments the next day, then I know I can stretch my time in the evening, or sometimes um, early morning to do some things because I need to um, cool down after after doing like writing because um, I'm writing an ebook right now. So like for example, when you when you're writing. Um, somehow your adrenaline is quite high, and then um, when you wanted to uh, retire, after that you need to cool down. So, uh, start to listen to music. I watch some funny videos <laughs> in the in the internet just to um, it's like a cool down before I go to sleep.
0: Going to self-care as the the main topic of the podcast, is this like part of your self-care routine or are there other more that you can share Ah. so that we can also give tips to others? Yeah.
1: Actually, this is something that I would always advise my female staff because having the me time in general, the the self-care thing, having the me time, sometimes they feel that they are guilty of doing some things Because if they allot more time for themselves, they are depriving their family the time that could have been devoted to them. Uh, I would always tell them that you cannot give what you do not have. If you do not take care of yourself, you will not be able to take care of your family. If you wanted your kids to do the same, to take care of themselves, then you must be an example for that. And I would always tell them. Of course, be- before you become a wife, before you become a mother, you are a woman, and you have your needs as a woman, and you have to fulfill that at any point in your life, because you whatever field, even if you're um, even if you're a housewife, you're not a career woman. No, you have to meet meet your needs. You know, as a woman, and um. You you must always feel confident, you must be, you must always feel assured. And nobody else could give that to you but yourself. So you must always take care of yourself and taking care of yourself, of course, it starts with physically. Not only you wanted to look beautiful, you, you wanted to look sexy. It means that first things first, you have to be healthy. Because psychological, the psychological and the mental. Uh, wellness will always go with that it's hard to be like for example if your work entails a lot of mental activity or it's quite uh, stressful if you are not um physically prepared for it it will be hard for you even for my male staff i would always tell them and if they will listen to me in this podcast so it's like an echo for them um you must always have a physical activity that you can engage in because it helps um, stimulate your brain to think correctly or to be creative. So it doesn't have to be like a very strenuous work or very uh, hard physical activity or very uh, difficult exercise, but something that you love. That you are not forced to do, because if you have to do an exercise and you are not happy doing it, then uh, it will not, I don't think it will create that um hormones that will make you happy. No? So even like um, a leisure activity, at least you do something that will make you happy so that um, it will um, it will create that mood that would um, motivate you to do other things. So, me, I, me, I'm very simple. Um, it was not hard for me when you were younger. Women talk. <laughs> it's a lot different when you are 40s up. It was a lot easier. Yours, Me, uh, uh, me I'm very, um, I have less maintenance <laughs> before. But you have to admit when you're like 40 and up, uh, which I am, I'm already 45. So, before I'm not, um, really, that mm. meticulous in terms of skin care because I thought I am fortunate enough to have the good genes. But when you when you age, you have to really do that maintenance of cleaning, moisturizing, and everything because um not only you do it because um not for other people because you wanted to feel good about yourself and of course um healthy healthy eating is very important again when you are older you have to you have to somehow also um shift your um diet to the healthier one yeah. uh, sometimes even if you don't like to the things that you will feel in your body will tell you that you have to <laughs> <laughs> so i let, we my husband and i have lessened um uh, very very minimal that we eat now red meat it's just like um at least once a week so that we will not feel sad or deprived. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. we as much as possible we try to be a vegetarian, but I think it's really hard to really be a straight vegan even and, and at least a vegetarian. But somehow mm-hmm. we consume still a little of that meat. It it um well those are for older probably for older women that they have to to look at. And um I think uh, part of self-care also is being able to communicate with other people, with friends, you know? um, whether we don't see each other now, at least in the social media, I mean, so, um, yeah, using Facebook or you can give um, your friends call. It helps a lot uh, in, um, in your disposition, especially now that we don't see each other.
0: I love that you're intentional and you really know what the body needs. I mean holistically based on your story. But was there ever a time that, you know, you didn't you didn't think that way? And if you did, what changed it? Well,
1: I think the only thing that made the difference is bio- biologically. <laughs> there are things that you will feel in your body that will tell you so, now, especially I remember my friend when I was, I think in the late twenties, I was working in a bank, and uh, she's like ten years older than me. Anna, when you become thirty plus, it will be different, and when you become forty plus, it will be different again. So it's the same phase that I'm going through, and I think it's, um, I think it's logical that I have to. um, There's there things that you cannot deny that you can say, oh, it's. Diff, you know, I am different from the others I'm not like that before yeah you're not like that like that before but you are like that now so you have to make adjustments so another thing also that uh have I have to really be careful about is because um I also have hypothyroidism so even uh, women who have um generally will slow down the metabolism as they get older I have a condition of hypo thyroidism that um, came out from my hyperthyro- hyperthyroidism before it was cured and then the doctor would tell me that um, later on it will develop into a hypothyroid um, condition so I think that I have to be more careful also with that and of course you wanted to enjoy life more you wanted to enjoy life with your family so you're doing that for yourself and for your family
0: as well yes yeah, super agree family is really like we influence them right so whatever we do as you know moms in the house that's also what our families would you know would you would look at especially our kids you know if, if they if they see us not taking care of ourselves then I agree you mentioned a while ago that you know you if we want our kids to 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 take care of themselves then we as moms or the women in the house should also be taking care of ourselves because that's what they are perceiving and therefore they are you know absorbing that specific programming or specific um habit that we are actually doing so anna what's your uh, guiding principle that you live up to on a daily basis like when you wake up in the morning and just to um, just for the last question I wanted to maybe you can you know relate it so what is also the advice that you would give to women who feel that they don't have time for themselves and that this is you know something that they cannot afford
1: so my guiding principles is very simple you just I mean, we have years of education. We work. We were uh, raised by our parents well, and uh, we work or we had the company of a number of people that um, uh, were good influence to us, and I think um with all those life experiences, what I would um what I what I can say is that um I try to get the best. From those experiences and from the people I meet. And I think if I look at myself now, I am a combination of all those people that um, I've encountered and uh, I have experience with. And um, it's, and what I have, whatever I learned from all those experiences since I was a child. Um, it's, it's like just you have to do what is appropriate. You just have to do what is supposed to be done. Even though others don't seem to agree with it, I would say I would always live up to that value, to that principle. I don't fear being alone or being with few people if we know that that is the right thing to do or that is uh, the way that we should go. Because it might it may sound so idealistic you know, for some. <laughs> but um, I think people who knows me would would agree with that. And um, in doing so, I think um, I've gained the acceptance of most people that uh, care for me that I, I care for, because obviously you cannot please everybody. So it's something also, that is um something that i have accepted as a fact uh, that um i shouldn't expect too much from people because it's quite frustrating it might block what you are supposed to do so if you know something if you wanted to do something you, you just have to be focused with it so always speak the truth and always try to help others so i would um I would always say that we rise by lifting others. We cannot rise by lifting ourselves. Even uh physically, you cannot do that. So it's just sounds it's it's just right that I mean, um, not only about teachings in religion, but I would always say I think this is a cycle of life. If you do good to others, so good things will come to you as well. And um as an advice to other women who think that self care is something that is, um, you say expensive for them, not only probably monetarily, but because of their time. Because I would also consider that as, as an expense. I think what is more expensive or not worth your time is, um, not taking care of yourself at all, it's the other way around. Because you, you, will have, you will regret a lot of things in not taking care of yourself, not only deteriorating health, but really um, getting more out of life. Because um, as I've said, we, we leave as example to our family, to our friends, to our colleagues. And, um, and, and even though we set that as um, a goal, always keep in mind that you should do something because you love doing it. You do it for yourself. You make yourself happy because only in making yourself happy, you can make others happy. It, it comes from within. You it, um, it, cannot get it from others and it will be of use if, you, if you're faking it. <laughs> no? so um, like For example, in terms of being... Uh, It's expensive in terms of time. Just have a schedule of your activities. And always a lot, even you start with one hour a day or three hours a week for yourself. So you have to do it. You just don't think about it. You have to do it. And it will make you feel good. It will not make you feel guilty because... Uh, at the end of the day, if you know that you are, your deepest why is your family, you wanted to care for your family, then you will always, always incorporate in that, that you have to be always at your best. And uh, you can always do that if you're going to do something about it. Now, it's not your husband that will, make you, that will make you feel best. It's only yourself. So... Uh, I think that's um, as, uh, uh, just a simple advice. Always block, if, I, if I'm using blocking type, always block that one, uh, one hour a day with everything, even at night. Take a long shower, as basic as that. Lock yourself in the shower that your children will not go there or uh, ask a lot of things from you. Read a book or take a time off for yourself. Or with your girlfriends, no? If you're missing your girlfriends at least um once a month, if that if being weekly is too much, no, but you have to start somewhere. No? You have to start somewhere and you have to start now. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful advice. I learned a lot from that, especially you know, the time blocking. I think if women who are not familiar with that, I think they will definitely learn from what you have explained in this podcast episode. So lastly, Anna, where can we find you? Where can our listeners find you? If you could share that too. Ah, yes.
1: I have a Facebook page. It's called Straight Talk by Anna. I think if you just write it down, you can find it. I have a web page. It's... Um, you can I think you can find it also by writing my name Ana De Chavez no so, straight talk by Ana. and uh, and also we have a YouTube channel it's also Ana De Chavez started recently I'm sharing advices in terms of personal finance and then we formed this small uh, Facebook group with friends mm-hmm. where we try to share each others advocacies you know, different stories so I also share that in uh, my YouTube channel, Ana De Chavez. So actually, I have already interviewed two members. One is um, an artist, a mm-hmm. so dance artist who represented the Philippines already outside. And then one, a uh, Gen Y also who's promoting um, personal mobility, mm-hmm. you know, which is also something that is very in today that people are using, starting to use uh, bicycles as a primary means of um, uh, mobility. So we'll have more sharing with that in our group, but I'm sharing it also in uh, in my YouTube channel as well as in my uh, Straight Talk by Anna Facebook page.
0: Okay, so there you have it, guys. i look for Anna De Chavez on YouTube and on Facebook, Straight Talk by Anna. Is it? Yes. I got it right. Okay, and it's also double N. Anna is... Double yes. N. Okay, so Anna the yeah, Chavez. Okay, so thanks so much for your time tonight, Anna. And I do hope that a lot of women will get inspired with your message, with how you explained what self-care really is for all of us. So thank you so much and have a nice day. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fashion Design Hub. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram for daily tips and inspiration. Tune in Tuesday next week to listen to fresh stories of inspiring women. See you!